Welcome back to Behind the Fiction. I'm your host, Stephen Campbell, and today we're going way behind the fiction, all the way to that book list that you see at the back of most of the books that you read. And we're going to talk about the evolution of that book list within LMBPN from something that was at the back of the books to something that was like a text thing on a website to the book catalog that we have now. And to to, uh, to have this discussion today, uh, I'm joined by Krissa Changala, Grace Snoke, it, and Michael Anderley. So Michael, let's get started with you. Do you remember sure. all, all the way back in probably 2016 or so you had, going into 2016, I think you had three books out and through a good bit of 2016, you were and maybe even a little bit into 2017, you were able to actually have a list of your books in the back of your book. Do you remember those days? Yeah, I do. I mean, going into 2016, we had four books from 2015. And then we put in another, say, 12 to 13 books. But the problem was that by the end of 2016, we now had, I think, three, almost four uh, collaborators. And then we started trying to put their titles along with myself into the back of the books going into 2017 and i i think the story is you got lazy and you felt that it really wasn't easy to keep going <laughs> and so but uh, that's that's not true everyone what really happened was we couldn't keep up with the backlist at least for my stuff i mean it was a little bit easier for some of the collaborators but over time even that became unwieldy and then you have the situation where you've still got maybe book five of the Criterion Gambit that only listed the other four books. And we might be on book 21 with 97 other collaborator books in there. And so we didn't want to have to keep going back to each book and update every time we did something. So we had the oh. ingenious and time-saving idea had nothing to do with laziness of moving the book list, which was just a text list at the time, to the website. So there was a list of books with links so that you could go, go to Amazon and, and learn more about the books, buy them perhaps. And it was all broken out by category. And I thought this is awesome. And we're going to go like this forever. And then fast forward several years to maybe the end of 2020 and Grace had an idea so that Grace gets the blame and the credit <laughs> for a lot of this. So Grace, what was that idea? I felt looking at the book list, one, it was a huge giant wall of text and you couldn't easily find what you were looking for if you didn't understand how it was broken down. And a lot of people kept asking, you know, is this part of Orsirian or is this part of Cretherian or what world is this? A part can, of. can I interrupt, interrupt real quick, Steve? You, you actually didn't in, explain who Grace is or Chris is. We know who they are, but why would Grace be asking these questions in the background? And so I'm just going to ask real quick, Grace, you came into LNBPN via Martha Carr, mm -hmm. and you also have a, a large technology background as Chris does. And so both of you ladies are actually in the back end of the, the technology, helping the websites themselves. And we're actually talking about database stuff here. So just so people know, the reason is because Chris and Grace, Chris and Grace also work with some of the marketing and stuff. So 
they have reasons to be asking these questions. So please continue on while I do Mr. Campbell's work. <laughs> so we were thinking, okay, how can we make this something easy for people to understand? How can we break it down to where we don't have just a list of books because you know Michael Anderley decided in 2019 that he wanted to publish 400 books in a year and if we kept going at 400 books a year that list was going to get unmanageable <laughs> so we looked for a way to do it and I tried several different options and then I said okay let's try this and came up with a grid option that shows the various worlds that LMBPN publishes in, as well as what we're calling worlds for just standalone fantasy or standalone urban fantasy, standalone sci-fi. That way you can tell if something is in a universe or world or by itself. And so then Chris and I were talking, we're like, well, how can we make this look great? And we're like, well, we need to have graphics that easily identify everything as well as text and put it all together. And it took a lot of research and breaking things and unbreaking things and breaking them again before we came up with what we had. All right. So let's shift now to Krissa. And, and Krissa, as, as Michael so graciously said, uh, is also a big-time technologist, worked in the marketing department, and has spent a, a lot of time just working in and around the publishing world. And Krissa brings a great deal of expertise to this. Between the two of these ladies, um, th there was a lot of complicated things that went on and planning and streamlining and things like that. So Krissa, can you kind of talk us through kind of what what went through what you guys went through or what you ladies went through uh, in the planning process to make all this happen we had to find we couldn't find any one product that did everything we wanted to do and it was really hard because we'd be like oh my gosh this is perfect we want this this will do it and then we'd get in there and we'd start putting all the pieces together just to test it and we'd find out that the search didn't work or it would only search the name of the book and not the author of the book or the characters in the book. So it took a really long time to find pieces of software that would all connect together and then work to not only display what we wanted the end user to see, but also be able to have somebody replace us eventually and be able to just go click, 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 this is now updated. And eventually we found the right combination. We got all the pieces together and we were able to gather enough information to put in a solid test and verify it and let people look at it and make sure it was where we wanted to go. I think we changed directions at least five times in the middle of it because we'd gather all this information and we'd be like, this is great. And then we'd see some missing piece. We're like, nope, nope scrap it got to start over but eventually we got all the pieces together and it was just it was a ton of work for both of us gathering all the data i mean we're at a point now where we've got like a thousand books just in digital alone not counting their audio components or their, now we've got everything <laughs> there you go thank you Michael. Uh, and uh, what technology did y'all choose what, what did technology did you ladies choose 
So since we use WordPress, we went ahead and we chose my book table and we have that sitting below uh, something called grid or projects. So we have Divi grid and projects together. And that's the pretty part where you see in the beginning when you've got your grid and you've got the list of each one of the universes. And so we've got this elaborate tagging system and all of the data that's connected together. So if you click on one thing, you can find all of the other things. And then the portion where you've actually got the individual books and the series that are interconnected, that's something called my book table. It's a great piece of software. It's, it's very versatile. You have to learn to get in there and do some editing. And we have what we have now. So you use the Divi portion and the project to find this is our Cartharian Gambit bucket. And you click on that and you go in and then you click on the book you want to look at. And all of that data is what comes out of the My Book Table stuff. And that's all of the pieces, all of the metadata for every book. You've got your authors, you've got your co-authors, you've got your book blurb, and you've got your publishing information. And there's more information that we could be utilizing, but since most people don't need that information. We've gone ahead and we've skipped that and you can click through to Amazon where you can see that deeper information that you want. And they all have easy buttons so that you can click and buy your book. Or if you click on it and you see you've already purchased that, you know you don't need to. So what's Maxidata? Frickadata, metadata, what's metadata? Metadata, metadata is your giant information dump that every single thing in the world has. Once you put something on the internet, it needs to be classified, it needs to be clarified. So with every book, there's a chunk of data behind it. Just like with every movie or you go to IMDB and there's all this information about the movie, everything you could possibly think of. The metadata is what holds all of that data together. So we've gathered all of that data. And so when you go into the book, you can see who the publisher is, who the author is, when it was published, how many pages it has. That little, when you go to Amazon and you scroll down and there's that little product detail stuff, that's all metadata. And by we, Krista means she got all that data together. It was a lot of work. <laughs> and how did that we, actually, how did that happen? Was this you keying in metadata or was there some other way that you did that? Um, we had some of it back in 2017 when I first started working with Michael and I did some of the wiki stuff. I had scraped the internet for the then the entire catalog. So I was able to come back in and start scraping again and use that list. And basically I combined all of the lists and all of the information that everybody had together. You know, everybody had a little piece of something. And so I put all of that together and then I scraped the internet for what was left and basically just waved my fingers over lots and lots of Google Sheets to get all of the information in the format that we wanted. And then I did some fancy stuff to stick it all together and put it on the internet. Thank you for sparing us the details and using the technical phrase, fancy stuff. So Grace, now we've, we've, we've been talking about this and people are probably wondering if, if you haven't had a chance to see this yet, what it all looks like. And if you're listening on the podcast, there's also a YouTube version of this. So check out the LMBPN uh, YouTube page to see what Grace is going to be sharing with us now. Okay. Can y'all see it? Yes. So what, what is it that we're looking at? 
So this is the book catalog. And this is the front page of the book catalog where we have the three featured worlds. And then down below is all the worlds that we have. And I know there's a couple of more coming, I believe, in the near future. Always. We always. <laughs> the three worlds at the top that, uh, that Grace mentioned, the featured worlds, are currently Cartherian, the Cartherian Gambit universe, Opus X, and the Orseran universe. And then below there, um, there's a lot of additional information. And, and the images are just beautiful that, that are in here. All of these images are a combination of work between Kayla and myself. So it, it was did, a lot of work. You guys did a phenomenal job. They're beautiful. And so Kayla? Kayla? Kayla was one of our graphic artists. I would like to say she did not go into the deep dark. She actually, for family reasons, uh, kind of stepped back from doing some of the graphic art stuff. Yeah, she, she didn't have enough time. So totally understandable. Um, one of the nice features about this section is when you're looking at the area below the featured worlds, um, there is a filter area that says all project categories, science fiction, urban fantasy, mystery, thriller, fantasy, or other. So if we click on the science fiction button, it'll filter that grid down to just the series that are science fiction. Or if you click on urban fantasy, it'll take you to the worlds that are urban fantasy. And some so of them are, a, you know, a mix of science fiction and urban fantasy. So they're in both categories. So if you're a lover of, for example, just science fiction, you, you can come to the page, click the tab for science fiction, and that's all you see are the various uh, entries for science fiction. And, and these are not just entries these are not this is not a list of books here these are a list of series uh, within that category and then when you click the list or the series information then you get down to the book detail is that right grace um kind of so this is universes here this is okay. the world other worlds and so like if we clicked on how to be a badass that takes you in and shows you the individual series and in this case, we've got them in order of which they could be read. So then we click on how to be a badass witch. And that generates the list of books that's in there. And it's not just the list of books, it's book covers. And then you just click on the book cover. And then that takes you to all that wonderful metadata <laughs> that, yep. that, that we were talking about earlier. And oh, so you've got you looks, look insides and everything. Very nice. It does. It pulls from Amazon. It, this has all of the information so that you can see this is a complete series. There's not going to be any more. If you click on the how to be, then you can see everything within the universe again. If you click on the how to be a badass witch, you see just the how to be a badass witch that put everything together for us. So you, it's really hard to get lost and all of the information is right there about what you wanna read. Very nice. Here we are now, months, uh, maybe almost a year after this all started, the whole project started. Um, it, what's, it, this was your idea. You wanted to get away from that block of text into something that that was more appealing. What's what you're thinking about what we have now? I think it looks great. 
but that's just my ego talking. Uh, <laughs> um, I think it works really well. It it lets people see exactly what we're looking for. You know, uh, people keep asking, you know, are the Beaufont series part of Orisirin? And no, it's not. And so now we can direct them to a place that shows, no, it's it, you can read them all on their own and Orisirin is different. If you want to see what books are in each, check the catalog out. And it's it's just easier to find them this way. And Krissa, in in your research, while you you and Grace were researching all of this, uh, I know you looked at a lot of publisher websites. Is this the kind of thing that you saw at those publisher websites? We saw. I want to. I don't want to say that it was lesser, but it, everything that we found on other websites, it was pretty, and it had all the book covers but it didn't seem like it was all put together and categorized like this. Uh, we would go to other websites and we would search and we would be able to find a book, but not like a universe grouping. And we looked, you know, we, we looked at, I wanna say competitor in our, our minds. We went to the big publishers and you go and you search and it's like, I'd like to find this book that's in the series. And you don't get the whole series. You don't get all of the information you get half a page of a big book and just the information on that book and there was nothing that you could click through and say i'm interested in all of the books that exist in this world or all of the interconnected pieces or even just a simple link to click on the author's name and see every book that they had and i guess it's probably every publisher thinks well that information's right there on amazon why should we duplicate it because we want people to see what we have to offer, not what Amazon has to offer. And also notice we don't have any ads clogging up our page or taking people away or confusing them. There's nothing like looking at a list of books and thinking this is part of this series only to find out later that it was just an ad that took you away from your beloved series or author or what you're trying to look at and sends you down a rabbit hole. It's great to find new stuff, but if you're trying to research one specific item, it's, it's distracting. Mm, I thought yeah. it was important that we had everything together. And Michael, you, you saw this entire process from the beginning to the end. You were not intimately involved in it, but you, you saw iterative steps along the way. What's your, what's your feeling about this and the, the change we've made from what Grace referred to as the wall of text to this beautiful new uh, image-rich book list? I mean, one of the main things is is really what what do we do for the our readers? I mean, that at the end at the core, I think is what really kind of drives Grace, drives Chris as as readers themselves. What is it that they want to see? And our readers are series readers. We build series, we build universes. It's very very rare that we ever do singleton books. And so, from that perspective, you know, they're getting peppered. A lot of our social media people are getting peppered with, well, what book is next? How does this fit here? And to the point made just a minute ago, instead of saying, hey, go on Amazon, look at the list, there's like, you can just go to the website and hit the both fonts and you're going to see everything that's in there. And now for those fans who are really engaged with a particular um, universe, world, uh, set of characters, they're going to be able to see all of it, of what's going on. Um, you know, I, I think personally that it's, uh, it is something that is allowing LMVPN to move to the future. We're not slowing down. Um, 
when we in, in 2018, when I said, hey, let's for 2019, try to hit 400 books. And then we went after it. And 2020 still had another 300 to 400 books that we come out. We still do on average between 22 and 32 books a month. And so we're still on that path to get between right about 340, 360 books a year. And I don't see that letting up. Without this kind of infrastructure that um, Jeremy Gregg, who helped also kind of oversee, uh, but also with Chris and, and Grace as they were pushing in this, I believe we, you know, we wouldn't be prepared to handle the kind of volume that we're, we've got coming down the pike. That's a really good, it's a really good observation, the need to future proof and a lot of what we're doing behind the scenes right now at, at LMBPN and things we'll be talking about over the course of the coming years are all future proofing type things. And, and this is maybe the first big um, effort to future proof. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got, it, it went bad enough that um, Grace had to get a couple of cats to save her sanity, which I don't understand that kind of concept at all because cats are evil um, by their very nature. But uh, if you see Grace in the background, you'll see this occasional black blobs, you know, just kind of moving. It's actually not a black dark spirit, although that's questionable at times, but it's actually one of her cats. I thought maybe they were dinosaurs, like mini dinosaurs in the background. Well, the way one of them shrieks, it does sound like a dinosaur every so often, <laughs> especially when it's time for soft food at night. It, it, there's a dinosaur. <laughs> okay, well, let, well, let's um, let's wrap up, Grace. Um, if you could kind of lead us off with the wrap up, are are you? Where do you see this going as as we go forward? Um, I see this being one of our main draws for advertising our books and letting people know, hey, you can find all the books in the series or universe or world here, you know, and um, one of our goals is to add, like within or Syrian universe, add a link to the timeline, add a link to the reading orders, that way people can find those easier within each series. Yeah, there's so much information in there. There's so much information that we have that can be put into this one location. And I was thinking when when Krista was talking about the social media, um, how how great it is now to just be able to give them a link to our website that shows the entire Beaufort, for example, world mm -hmm. that they could they could take a look at, and then they know exactly where they are. And then as we add more information, it it just gets better. Krissa, you, you're a longtime technologist. Um, what do you see uh, evolving with this over the course of the next few years? I actually, we're, we're going to be starting a new wiki project and I'm hoping that we'll be oh, able God. to, <laughs> I'm hoping that we can just cross reference them. So once you're in the book list, if you want to go delve deeper and find out more information, we should have links over to the wiki, which we're hoping will have more in-depth character information and maybe mm. some fun new toys coming in the future. We right. actually have quite a bit. Um, just to clarify, I don't know, Chris, if you knew this, but some of our series, I've had the collaborators and the people helping me build this by these bibles they're just sitting there so you're welcome be, to have them always ask you know if we have them or if we don't have them to help you fill up the wiki oh yes yes that's <laughs> i'm not doing this one by myself and, and i'm building the the <laughs> bible for or so 
<laughs> and well, Steve, no one's asked you where do you see this? Where do you see this going in the future, I, Mr. Campbell? I, well, let, let me just first say that. Um, I love this. I love this thing. I, I am so appreciative of the work that you guys have done to make it look so beautiful. I know it's it's important to us as a company to really uh, to put our best foot forward when people come to the website. And that's been an evolution, a long time evolution, pretty much since 2015, when I think we had uh, CritharianBooks.com probably came along in 2015. Uh, that evolved into LMBTN. You would remember that. And it's, that one did it's, not need to go into history. It's, it's <laughs> everything has has just improved and just keeps improving, uh, which is a wonderful thing. And it's you know one of the great things about working with LMVPN is that there is never this sense of, yeah, we're good here. Let's just let's just stay here for a little while. Um, the 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 charge is always to just keep improving things, keep making things better, keeping, you know, be faster, be smarter, et cetera, et cetera. So we keep moving forward with this and I'm excited with what we've accomplished and really excited that we were able to share this uh, with, with all of you both listening and watching today. What I really appreciate it was when I first suggested it to Michael and, and Steve and Judith was, all right, show us with what you can come up with. Wait, they're actually let, trusting me to come up with something? Hey! <laughs> This is not the time to be letting us know that you were doubting yourself. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be approved. <laughs> and that's that's a lesson for everyone that works at LMBPN. <laughs> you make a suggestion. If it's a good suggestion, what what is it? Um, How does that go, Chris? You get volunteered. You get voluntold to do something. If you know a better way to do it, welcome to the team. <laughs> and that's a, a great way to close this one out. Thank you all very much for listening. Thanks for Krissa, for Grace, uh, and for Jeremy Gregg, who could not make it today. I'm sorry, uh, Jeremy was not able to make it, but he was an integral part of the team that put all of this together as well. And thank you to Michael for your continued leadership and for producing all these books that allow us to, to build this beautiful book list. And thanks mostly to you all for listening, uh, buying the Absolutely. books and, and making it all work for LMBPN and the authors and team at LMBPN.